Chapter twenty seven of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to Al Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter twenty seven of Personal Narrative of a Pilgrimage to Al Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton. The First Visit to the House of Allah. The boy Mohammed left me in the street and having at last persuaded the sleepy and tired indian porter by violent kicks and testy answers to twenty cautious queries to swing open the huge gate of his fortress he rushed upstairs to embrace his mother after a minute i heard the zagarita lulu or shrill cry which in these lands welcomes the wanderer home the sound so gladdening to the returner sent a chill to the stranger's heart Footnote the egyptian word is generally pronounced zagrota the plural is zagarit corrupted into ziralit the classical arabic term is tahlil the persian call the cry kil it is peculiar to women and is formed by raising the voice to its highest pitch vibrating it at the same time by rolling the tongue whose modulations express now joy and now grief to my ear it always resembled the brain-piercing notes of a fife Dr. Buchanan likens it to a serpent uttering human sounds. The unsavory comparison, however, may owe its origin to the circumstance that Dr. Buchanan heard it at the orgies of Jagannath. End of footnote. Presently the youth returned. His manner had changed from a boisterous and jaunty demeanor to one of grave and attentive courtesy. I had become his guest. He led me into the gloomy hall, seated me upon a large and carpeted matabba or a platform, and told his baramian and great sir, the Hindustani porter, to bring a light. Footnote. As an Indian is called mian or sir, an elderly Indian becomes baramian, great or ancient sir. I shall have occasion to speak at a future period of these Indians at Mecca. End of footnote meanwhile a certain shuffling of slippered feet above informed my ears that the kabira the mistress of the house was intent on hospitable thoughts footnote sit al kabira or simply al kabira or the great lady is the title given to the mistress of the house and a footnote when the camels were unloaded appeared a dish of fine vermicelli browned and powdered with loaf sugar the boy muhammad i and sheikh nur lost no time in exerting our right hands and truly after our hungry journey we found the kunafa delicious after the meal we procured cots from a neighbouring coffee-house and we lay down weary and anxious to snatch an hour or two of repose at dawn we were expected to perform our tawaf al-qudum or circumambulation of arrival at the harem scarcely had the first smile of morning beamed upon the rugged head of the eastern hill of Qubais, when we arose bathed and proceeded in our pilgrim garb to the sanctuary footnote abu Qubais bounds mecca from the east according to many muslims adam and his wife and their son seth lie buried in a cave here others place his tomb at minna the majority at Najaf the early christians had a tradition that our first parents were interred under mount calvary the jews placed their grave near hebron habil or abel is well known to be entombed at damascus and kabil or cain rests at last under the jabal shamsan the highest wall of the Aden crater where he and his progeny tempted by iblis erected the first fire temple 
it certainly deserves to be the sepulchre of the first murderer the worship however was probably imported from india where agni the fire god was as the vedas prove the object of man's earliest adoration End of footnote. we enter the bab ziyada or the principal northern door descended two long flights of steps traversed the cloister and stood in the sight of the baytullah there at last it lay the bourne of my long and weary pilgrimage realizing the plans and hopes of many and many a year the miraged medium of fancy invested the huge catafalque and its gloomy pall with peculiar charms there were no giant fragments of hoar antiquity as in egypt no remains of graceful and harmonious beauty as in greece and italy no barbarous gorgeousness as in the buildings of india yet the view was strange unique and how few have looked upon the celebrated shrine i may truly say that of all the worshippers who clung weeping to the curtain or who pressed their beating hearts to the stone none felt for the moment a deeper emotion than did the haji from the far north it was as if the poetical legends of the arabs spoke truth and that the waving wings of angels not the sweet breeze of morning were agitating and swelling the black covering of the shrine but to confess humbling truth theirs was the high feeling of religious enthusiasm mine was the ecstasy of a gratified pride few muslims contemplate for the first time the kaaba without fear and awe there is a popular jest against newcomers that they generally inquire the direction of prayer this being the qibla or fronting place muslims pray all round it a circumstance which of course cannot take place in any spot of al-islam but the haram the boy muhammad therefore left me for a few minutes to myself but presently he warned me that it was time to begin advancing we entered through the babanu sheba the gate of the sons of sheba or old woman footnote the popular legend of this gate is that when abraham and his son were ordered to rebuild the kaaba they found the spot occupied by an old woman she consented to remove the house on condition that the key of the new temple should be entrusted to her and to her descendants for ever and ever the origin of this is that banu sheba means the sons of the old woman as well as descendants of sheba and history tells us that banu sheba are derived from one Shayba bin Uthman bin Talha bin Shayba bin Talha bin Abdiddar, who was sent by Muawiyah to make some alterations in the Kaaba. According to others, the Kaaba's key was committed to the charge of Uthman bin Talha by the Prophet. End of footnote. There we raised our hands, repeated the Labbaik, the Takbir, and the Tahleel, after which we uttered certain supplications and drew our hands down to our faces then we proceeded to the shafi's place of worship the open pavement between the maqam ibrahim and the well zemzem where we performed the usual two-bow prayer in honour of the mosque this was followed by a cup of holy water and a present to the saqqas or carriers who for the consideration distributed in my name a large earthen vaseful to poor pilgrims the word zemzem has doubtful origin some derive it from zem, zem, or murmuring of its waters, others from zem, zem, or fill, fill, i.e. the bottle. Hagar's impatient exclamation when she saw the stream. Sale translates it into stay, stay, and says that Hajar called out in the Egyptian tongue to prevent her son wandering. 
the hakama or rationalists of al islam who invariably connect their faith with the worship of venus especially and the heavenly bodies generally derive zamzam from the persian and make it signify the great luminary hence they say the zamzam as well as the kaaba denoting the kuthit or ammonian worship of sun and fire deserves man's reverence so the persian poet khaqani addresses these two buildings o kaaba thou traveller of the heavens o venus thou fire of the world thus wahid muhammad founder of the wahidiya sect identifies the qibla and the sun therefore he says the door fronts the east by the names yemen right sham left qubul or east wind fronting and dubur or west wind from the back it is evident that worshippers fronted the rising sun according to the hukama the original black stone represents venus which in the border of the heavens is a star of the planets and symbolical of the generative power of nature by whose passive energy the universe was warmed into life and motion the hindus accuse the muslims of adoring the baytullah o muslim if thou worship the kaaba why reproach the worshippers of idols says rayman shar and Musaylama, who in his attempt to found a fresh faith gained but the historic epithet of liar allowed his followers to turn their faces in any direction mentally ejaculating i address myself to thee who hast neither side nor figure a doctrine which might be sensible in the abstract but certainly not material enough and pride flattering to win him many converts in arabia the produce of zamzam is held in great esteem it is used for drinking and religious ablution but for no baser purposes and the meccans advise pilgrims always to break their fast with it it is apt to cause diarrhoea and boils and i never saw a stranger drink it without a wry face sale is decidedly correct in his assertion the flavour is a salt bitter much resembling an infusion of teaspoonful of epsom salts in a large tumbler of tepid water moreover it's exceedingly heavy to the digestion for this reason turks and other strangers prefer rain-water collected in cisterns and sold for five farthings a guglet it was a favourite amusement with me to watch them whilst they drank the holy water and to taunt their scant and irreverent potations the strictures of calcutta review number forty one article one based upon the taste of zemzem are unfounded in these days a critic cannot be excused of such hasty judgments at calcutta or bombay he would easily find a jar of zamzam water which he might taste for himself upon this passage mr w muir life of mahomet volume one page two hundred fifty eight remarks that the flavour of stale water bottled up for months would not be a criterion of the same water freshly drawn but it might easily be analysed the water is transmitted to distant regions in glazed earthen jars covered with basket-work and sealed by the zamzamis religious men break their lantern fast with it apply to their eyes to brighten vision and imbibe a few drops at the hour of death when satan stands by holding a bowl of purest water the price of the departing soul of course modern superstition is not idle about the waters of zemzem the copious supply of the well is considered at mecca miraculous in distant countries it facilitates the pronunciation of arabic to the student and everywhere the nauseous draught is highly meritorious in a religious point of view we then advance towards the eastern angle of the kaaba in which is inserted the black stone and standing about ten yards from it repeated with upraised hands there is no god but allah alone whose covenant is truth and whose servant is victorious there is no god but allah without sharer 
his is the kingdom to him be praise and he over all things is potent after which we approached as close as we could to the stone a crowd of pilgrims preventing our touching it at that time we raised our hands to our ears in the first position of prayer and then lowering them exclaimed o allah i do this in thy belief and in verification of thy book and in pursuance of thy prophet's example may allah bless him and preserve o allah i extend my hand to thee and great is my desire to thee o accept thou my supplication and diminish my obstacles and pity my humiliation and graciously grant me thy pardon after which we were still unable to reach the stone we raised our hands to our ears the palms facing the stone as if touching it recited the various religious formula the takbir the tahlil and the alhamdulillah bless the prophet and kiss the finger-tips of the right hand the prophet used to weep when he touched the black stone and said that it was the place for the pouring forth of tears according to most authors the second caliph also used to kiss it for this reason most muslims except for the shafi'i school must touch the stone with both hands and apply their lips to it or touch it with their fingers which should be kissed or rub the palms upon it and afterwards draw them down the face under circumstances of difficulty it is sufficient to stand before the stone but the prophet's sunnah or practice was to touch it lucian mentions adoration of the sun by kissing the hand then commenced the ceremony of tawaf or circumambulation our route being the mataf the low oval of polished granite immediately surrounding the kaaba footnote the muslim in circumambulation presents his left shoulder the hindus pradakshina consists in walking round with the right side towards the fane or idol possibly the former may be a modification of the latter which would appear to be the original form of the right its conjectural significance is an imitation of the procession of the heavenly bodies the motions of the spheres and the dances of the angels these are also imitated in the circle of whirlings of the darwishes and the shahristani informs us that the arab philosophers believed this sevenfold circumambulation to be symbolical of the motion of the planets around the sun it was adopted by the greeks and romans whose amberbalia and amberbalia appear to be eastern superstitions introduced by numa or by the priestly line of princes into their pantheism and our procession round the paris preserved the form of the ancient rites whose life is long since fled muslim moralists have not failed to draw spiritual food from this mass of materialism to circuit the baytullah safir al-khan and to be free from the wickedness and crime and quarrels is the duty enjoined by religion but to circuit the house of the friend of allah i e the heart to combat bodily propensities and to worship the angels is a business of the mystic path thus saadi in his sermons which remind the englishman of poor york he who travels the kaaba on foot makes a circuit of the kaaba but he who travels the pilgrimage of the kaaba in his heart is encircled by the kaaba and the greatest muslim divines sanction this visible representation of an invisible and heavenly shrine by declaring that without a material medium it is impossible for man to worship the eternal spirit and a footnote i repeat it after my mutawif or cicerone footnote the mutawif or dalil is the guide at mecca and a footnote in the name of allah and allah is omnipotent i purpose to circuit seven circuits unto almighty allah glorified and exalted this is technically called the niyat or the intention of tawaf 
Then we began the prayer. O Allah, I do this in thy belief, and in verification of thy book, and in faithfulness to thy covenant, and in perseverance of the example of the Apostle Muhammad. May Allah bless him and preserve, till we reach the place al-Multazam, between the corner of the black stone and the Kaaba door. Here we ejaculated, O Allah, thou hast rights, so pardon my transgressing them. Opposite the door we repeated, O Allah, Verily the house is thy house, and the sanctuary is thy sanctuary, and the safeguard thy safeguard, and this is the place of him who flies to thee from hell fire. At the little building called Maqam Ibrahim we said, O Allah, verily this is the place of Abraham who took refuge with and fled to thee from the fire. O deny my flesh and blood, my skin and bones to the eternal flames. As we paced slowly round the north, or Iraqi corner of the Kaaba, we exclaimed, O Allah, verily I take refuge with thee from polytheism, and disobedience, and hypocrisy, and evil conversation, and evil thoughts concerning family, and property, and progeny. When fronting the Mizab, or the spelt, we repeated the words, O Allah, verily I beg of thee faith which shall not decline, and a certainty which shall not perish, and the good aid of thy prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and preserve. O Allah, shadow me in thy shadow on that day when there is no shade by thy shadow, and cause me to drink from the cup of thine apostle Muhammad, may Allah bless him and preserve. That pleasant draught after which there is no thirst to all eternity, O Lord of honor and glory. Turning the west corner, or Ruknashami, we exclaimed, O Allah, Make it an acceptable pilgrimage, and a forgiveness of sins, and a laudable endeavor, and a pleasant action in thy sight, and a store which perisheth not, O thou glorious, O thou pardoner. This was repeated thrice, till we arrived at the Yamani, or the south corner, where, the crowd being less importunate, we touched the wall with the right hand, after the example of the prophet, and kissed the finger-tips. Finally, between the south angle and that of the black stone, where our circuit would be completed, we said, O Allah, verily I take refuge with thee from infidelity, and I take refuge with thee from want, and from the tortures of the tomb, and from the troubles of life and death. I fly to thee from ignominy in this world and the next, and I implore thy pardon for the present and the future. O Lord, grant me in this life prosperity, and the next life prosperity, and save me from the punishment of fire. Thus finished a shalt, or single course, around the house. Of these we performed the first three at the pace called Harwala, very similar to the French pas gymnastique, or tremol, that is to say, moving the shoulders as if walking in sand. The four latter are performed in tamul, slowly and leisurely, the reverse of sai, or running. These seven ashwar, of course, are called collectively one usbar. The Muslim origin of this custom is too well known to require mention. After each tofa or circuit, we, being unable to kiss or even touch the black stone, fronted towards it, raised our hands to our ears, and exclaimed, In the name of Allah, and Allah is omnipotent, kissed our fingers, and resumed the ceremony of circumambulation as before, with Allah in thy belief, etc., at the conclusion of the tawaf, it is deemed advisable to attempt to kiss the stone. For a time I stood looking in despair at the swarming crowd of Bedawi and other pilgrims that besieged it. The boy Muhammad was equal to the occasion. 
during our circuit he had displayed a fiery zeal against heresy and schism by foully abusing every persian in his path and the inopportune introduction of hard words in his prayers made the latter a strange patchwork as ave maria purissima ah, don't ye be letting the pig at the pot santissima and so forth he might for instance be repeating and i take refuge with thee from ignominy in this world and then o oh, thou rejected one son of the rejected would be interpolation addressed to some long-bearded khorasani and so he continued till i wondered that none dared to turn and rend him footnote in a d sixteen seventy four some wretch smeared the black stone with impurity and every one who kissed it retired with a solid beard the persians says burckhardt were suspected of this sacrilege and now their ill fame was spread far at alexandria they were described to me as people who defile the kaaba it is scarcely necessary to say that a shia as well as a sunni would look upon such an action with lively horror the people of mecca however like the medini have turned the circumstance to their own advantage and make an occasional avenue thus nine or ten years ago on the testimony of a boy who swore that he saw the inside of the kaaba defiled by a persian they rose up cruelly beat the schismatics and carried them off to their peculiar quarter in the shamia forbidding their ingress to the kaaba indeed in mohammed ali's time the persians rarely ventured upon a pilgrimage and even now that man is happy who gets over it without a beating the defilement of the black stone was probably the work of some jew or greek who risked his life to gratify a furious bigotry End of footnote after vainly addressing the pilgrims of whom nothing could be seen but a mosaic occupants and shoulder blades the boy mohammed collected about half a dozen stalwart meccans with whose assistance by sheer strength we wedged our way into the thin and light-legged crowd the bedouin turned round upon us like wild cats but they had no daggers the season being autumn they had not swelled themselves with milk for six months they had become such living mummies that i could have managed single-handedly half a dozen of them after thus reaching the stone despite popular indignation testified by impatient shouts we monopolized the use of it for at least ten minutes whilst kissing it and rubbing hands and forehead upon it i narrowly observed it and came away persuaded that it is an aerolite it is curious that almost all travellers agree upon one point namely that the stone is volcanic ali bey calls it mineralogically a block of volcanic basalt whose circumference is sprinkled with little crystals pointed and straw-like with rooms of tall red felspath upon a dark background like velvet or charcoal except one of its protuberances which is reddish burckhardt thought it was a lava containing several small extraneous particles of a whitish and yellowish substance having kissed the stone we fought our way through the crowd to the place called el multism here we pressed our stomachs chest and right cheeks to the kaaba raising our arms high above our heads and exclaiming o oh allah o oh lord of the ancient house free my neck from hell-fire and preserve me from every ill deed and make me contented with that daily bread which thou hast given me and bless me in all thou hast granted then came the istighfar or begging of pardon i beg pardon of allah the most high who there is no other god but he the living the eternal and unto him i repent myself after which we blessed the prophet and then asked for ourselves all that our souls most desired footnote prayer is granted at fourteen places besides the multism one the place of circumambulation two under the mizab or spout of the kaaba 
three inside the kaaba four at the well of zamzam five behind abraham's place of prayer six and seven on mount safa and marwa eight during the ceremony called sa'i nine upon mount arafat ten at muzdalifa eleven in mina twelve during the devil stoning thirteen on first seeing the kaaba fourteen the hatim or hijr after embracing the multazam we repaired to the shafi'i place of prayer near the maqam ibrahim and there recited two prostrations technically called sunnat al-tawaf or the apostles practice of circumambulation the chapter repeated in the first was say thou o infidels in the second say thou he is the one god footnote the former is the hundred and ninth the latter is the hundred and twelfth chapter of the quran i have translated it in a previous volume End of footnote. we then went to the door of the building in which is zamzam there was condemned to another nauseous draught and was deluged with two or three skinfuls of water dashed over my head in douche this ablution causes sins to fall from the spirit like dust footnote these superstitions i must remark belong only to the vulgar End of footnote. during the potation we prayed o oh allah verily i beg of thee plentiful daily bread and profitable learning and the healing of every disease then we turned towards the black stone stood far away opposite because unable to touch it ejaculated the takbir the tahleel and the hamdallah and thoroughly worn out with scorched feet and a burning head both extremities it must be remembered were bare and various delays had detained us till ten a m i left the mosque footnote strictly speaking we ought after this to have performed the ceremony called say or the running seven times between mount safa and marwa fatigue put this fresh trial completely out of the question End of footnote. the boy mohammed had miscalculated the amount of lodging in his mother's house she being a widow and a lone woman had made over for the season all the apartments to her brother a lean old meccan of true ancient type vulture-faced kite-clawed with a laugh like a hyena and a mere shell of a body he regarded me with no favouring eye when i insisted as a guest upon having some place of retirement but he promised that after our return from arafat a little store-room should be cleared out for me with that i was obliged to be content and to pass that day in the common male drawing-room of the house a vestibule on the ground floor called in egypt footnote. i have been diffuse in my description of this vestibule as it is the general way of laying out a ground floor at mecca during the pilgrimage time the lower hall is usually converted into a shop for the display of goods especially when situated in a populous quarter End of footnote. entering to the left was a large matabba or a platform and at the bottom a second of a smaller dimension and foully dirty behind this was a dark and unclean store-room containing the hajji's baggage opposite the matabba was a fire-pan for pipes and coffee superintended by a family of lean indians and by the side a doorless passage led to a bathing-room and a staircase i had scarcely composed myself upon the carpeted matabba when the remainder was suddenly invaded by the turkish or rather slavo-turk pilgrims inhabiting the house and a host of their visitors they were large hairy men with gruff voices and square fingers they did not take the least notice of me although feeling the intrusion i stretched out my legs with a provoking nonchalance footnote. 
this is equivalent to throwing oneself upon the sofa in europe only in the east it asserts a decided claim to superiority the west would scarcely view it in that light End of footnote. at last one of them addressed me in turkish to which i replied by shaking my head his question being interpreted to me in arabic i drawled out my native land is the land of khurasan this provoked a stern and stony stare from the turks and an ugh which said plainly enough then you are a pestilent heretic i surveyed them with a self-satisfied simper stretched my legs a trifle further and conversed with my water-pipe presently when they all departed for the time the boy mohammed raised by request my green box of medicines and deposited it upon the matabba thus defining as it were a line of demarcation and asserting my privilege to it before the turks most of these men were of one party headed by a colonel of nizam whom they called a bey my acquaintance with them began roughly enough but afterwards with some exceptions who were gruff as an english butcher when accosted by a lean foreigner they proved to be kind-hearted and not unsociable men it often happens to the traveller as the charming mrs malaprop observes to find intercourse all the better by beginning it with a little aversion in the evening accompanied by the boy mohammed and followed by sheikh nur who carried a lantern and a praying rug i again repaired to the navel of the world this time aesthetically to enjoy the delights of the hour after the gaudy babbling and remorseful day footnote even haikal begins his cosmography with mecca because the temple of the lord is situated there and the holy kaaba is the navel of the earth and mecca is styled in sacred writ the parent city or the mother of towns unfortunately ibn haikal like most other muslim travellers and geographers says no more about mecca End of footnote. the moon now approaching the full tipped the brow of abu Qubais and lit up the spectacle with a more solemn light in the midst stood a huge bear-like erection black as the wings which some spirit of ill over a sepulchre flings except where the moonbeams streaked it like jets of silver falling upon the darkest marble it formed the point of rest for the eye the little pagoda-like buildings and the domes around it with all their gilding and fretwork vanished one object unique in appearance stood in view the temple of the one allah the god of abraham of ismail and their posterity sublime it was and expressing by all the eloquence of fancy the grandeur of the one idea which vitalized al-islam and the strength and steadfastness of its votaries the oval pavement round the kaaba was crowded with men women and children mostly divided into parties which followed the mutawif some walking stately others running whilst many stood in groups to prayer what a scene of contrasts here stalked the bedawi woman in her long black robe like a nun's serge and poppy-coloured face veil pierced to show two fiercely flashing orbs there an indian woman with her semi-tartar features nakedly hideous and her thin legs encased in wrinkled tights hurried round the fane every now and then a corpse borne upon its wooden shell circuited the shrine by means of four bearers whom other muslims as it is the custom occasionally relieved a few fair-skinned turks lounged about looking cold and repulsive as their wont is in one place a fast calcutta kitmugar stood with turbaned awry and arms akimbo contemplating the view jauntily as those gentlemen's gentlemen will do in other some poor wretch with arms thrown on high so that every part of his person might touch the kaaba was clinging to the curtain and sobbing as though his heart would break 
from this spectacle my eyes turned towards abu Qubais. the city extends in that direction halfway up the grim hill the site might be compared at a humble distance to bath some writers like it to florence but conceive a florence without beauty to the south lay jabal jihad the greater footnote to distinguish it from the jihad above the cemetery al ma'la over which khalid entered mecca some topographers call the jihad upon which the fort is built the lesser and apply greater to jihad amir the hill in north of mecca End of footnote. also partly built over and crowned with a fort which at a distance looks less useful than romantic footnote the meccans however do not fail to boast of its strength and has stood some sieges End of footnote. a flood of pale light was sparkling upon its stony surface below the minarets became pillars of silver and the cloisters dimly streaked by oil lamps bounded the views of the temple with horizontal lines of shade before nightfall the boy mohammed rose to feed the mosque pigeons for whom he had brought a pocketful of barley he went to the place where these birds flock the line of pavement leading from the isolated arch to the eastern cloisters during the day women and children are to be seen sitting here with small piles of grain upon little plated trays of basket-work for each they demand a copper piece and religious pilgrims consider it their duty to provide the reverend blue rocks with a plentiful meal the hindu pandits assert that shiva and his spouse under the forms and names of kapot eshwara pigeon god and kapotsi dwelt at mecca the dough was the device of the old assyrian empire because it is supposed semiramis was preserved by that bird the meccan pigeons resembling those of venice are held sacred probably in consequence of the wild traditions of the arabs about noah's dove some authors declare that in mohammed's time among the idols of the meccan pantheon was a pigeon carved in wood and above it another which ali mounting upon the prophet's shoulder pulled down this might have been a hindu a jewish or a christian symbol the muslims connect the pigeon on two occasions with their faith first when that bird appeared to whisper in mohammed's ear and secondly during the flight to al medina moreover in many countries they are called allah's proclaimers because their movement when cooing resembles prostration almost everywhere that pigeon has entered into the history of religion which probably induced mr lassalle's to incur the derision of our grandfathers by pronouncing it a holy bird at mecca they are called the doves of the kaaba and they never appear at table they are remarkable for propriety when sitting upon the holy building this may be a minor miracle i would rather believe that there is some contrivance on the roof my friend mr bicknell remarks this marvel however having of late years been suspended may discern another omen of the approach of the long predicted period when unbelievers shall desecrate the sacred soil late in the evening i saw a negro in the state called malbus religious frenzy to all appearance at the Kruri. he was a fine and powerful man as the numbers required to hold him testified he threw his arms wildly about uttering shrill cries which sounded like le -le 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 -le. and when held he swayed his body and waved his head from side to side like a chained and furious elephant straining out the deepest groans the africans must appear unusually subject to this nervous state which seen by the ignorant and the imaginative would at once suggest demoniacal possession footnote in the mandal or palm divination a black slave is considered the best subject european travellers have frequently remarked their nervous sensibility 
in abyssinia the maladies called buddha and tigritia appear to depend upon some obscure connection between a weak impressionable brain and the strong will of a feared and hated race the blacksmiths End of footnote. either their organization is more impressionable or more probably the hardships privations and fatigues endured whilst warily traversing inhospitable wilds and perilous seas have exalted their imaginations to a pitch bordering upon frenzy often they are seen prostrate on the pavement or clinging to the curtain or rubbing their foreheads upon the stones weeping bitterly and pouring forth the wildest ejaculations that night i stayed in the harem till two a m wishing to see if it would empty but the morrow was to witness the egress to arafat many therefore passed the hours of darkness in the harem numerous parties of pilgrims sat upon their rugs with lanterns in front of them conversing praying and contemplating the kaaba the cloisters were full of merchants who restored there to talk shop and to vend such holy goods as combs toothsticks and rosaries before ten p m i found no opportunity of praying the usual two prostrations over the grave of ismail after waiting long and patiently i at last was stepping into the vacant place when another pilgrim rushed forward the boy mohammed assisted by me instantly seized him and despite his cries and struggles taught him to wait till midnight we sat chatting with the different ciceroni who came up to offer their services i could not help remarking their shabby and dirty clothes and was informed that during pilgrimage when splendour is liable to be spoiled they wear out old dresses and appear and demolishes for the muharram fete when most travellers have left the city presently my two companions exhausted with fatigue fell asleep i went to the kaaba with the intention of annexing a bit of the torn old kiswa or curtain but too many eyes were looking on at this season of the year the kiswa is much tattered at the base partly by pilgrims fingers and partly by the strain of the cord which confines it when the wind is blowing it is considered a mere peccadillo to purloin a bit of the venerable stuff but as the officers of the temple make money by selling it they certainly would visit detection with unmerciful application of the quarter-staff the piece in my possession was given to me by the boy mohammed before i left mecca waistcoats cut out of the kiswa still make the combatants invulnerable in battle and are considered presents fit for princes the moslems generally try to secure a strip of this cloth as a mark for the koran or some such purpose the opportunity however was favourable for a survey and with a piece of tape and a simple process of stepping and spanning i managed to measure all the objects concerning which i was curious at last sleep began to weigh heavily upon my eyelids i awoke my companions and in the dizziness of slumber they walked with me through the tall narrow street from babaziada to our home in the shamiya the brilliant moonshine prevented our complaining as other travellers had reason to do of the darkness and the difficulty of mecca streets the town too appeared safe there were no watchmen and yet people slept everywhere upon cots placed opposite their open doors arrived at the house we made some brief preparations for snatching a few hours sleep upon the matabba a place so stifling that nothing but utter exhaustion could induce lethargy here End of chapter twenty seven